there hey and welcome to this uh monday um what's that juneteenth edition of born to be a star i hope that you're having a wonderful day off hopefully you have a day off like me and my hubby do i'm enjoying the house i'm enjoying spending time at my um Yorkie and and getting ready for a wonderful day of something planned going to eat something uh to promote a black restaurant or black family or something and gonna be a part of the goodness of it we've got a lot of talk about today i hope you had a wonderful weekend and i hope you um enjoyed father's day i hope you got to celebrate what an important man in your life or you were an important man in your child's life or something thank you for tuning in to this monday edition um, don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. Sometimes life gives you lemonade and you've got to make lemons and you got to make lemonade. Sometimes life doesn't exactly go the way you want it to and you can't control it. But that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. That just means that's life. And honestly, I think we need to figure out a way to adapt better. I think that maybe needs to be in a conversation we need to have, right? Like life's not always going to be perfect right it's not things are going to happen that are going to take us off guard but that shouldn't take us off guard from understanding that we can do things yes we can accomplish goals yes we can change our mind and yes we can decide we want to move change our hair color go from perm to a relaxer or go from a weave to a braid we can do anything yes we can you can and that's important to understand that you can differentiate yourself from others too you don't have to be a part of the cult or the clique or like something that's happening that you're not comfortable with you can't decide you don't want to be a part of that and you can also decide you don't want to be responsive to people that don't necessarily deserve it following the yes i can next up with that is the never give up just like john cena says if you want to accomplish a goal and you want to be successful in your life then you can't give up If you want to do something that's going to challenge you and push you even further than you've ever been, then you're going to have to stay focused and suffice. And you're going to have to dig yourself out of the sludge or whatever you're in. You're going to have to deal with people telling you that you can't do something, uh, you shouldn't do something. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Regardless of those voices, regardless of what people are saying, if you ever give up, how are you going to get to the best part of the story, which is typically at the end? And finally, why not today? Because procrastination and indecisiveness isn't going to get you anywhere. It's going to leave you in a space where you're constantly just wondering, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I say this? Why didn't I say that? You shouldn't be procrastinating about anything. If you feel a certain way, you should tell the person how you feel. You shouldn't hide who you are or your feelings about things. Because you never know, in the snap of a finger, things can change. Go see your mom before you can't go see your mom anymore, right? Spend time with your nephews and your nieces and your family members because you never know when that day might come. Nothing is promised. Pick up the phone and talk to your brother, even if your brother does irritate you and annoy you. Have the texting conversations and and make time for your friends and and spend time with yourself and and don't procrastinate or be indecisive with any of that. Why not today? Why Why do we keep saying to ourselves, maybe I'll get to that tomorrow? Do we know we're going to get to that tomorrow? I don't think we do. Anyways, let's get to some of these headlines. There's so much to talk about today. Uh, 
let's move into the next stage of our conversation with no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Last week, DeSantis called out Nusant, uh Gavin and told him to get in the ring, the ring and stop pussyfooting around. And I wonder if he's actually going to do it. Like, RFK or RFJ or whatever his name is is also in the ring too, but people are claiming he's crazy or whatever. Biden made a comment last week and said, God save the queen. And obviously, the worst is yet to come with this man. Like, why does he say random things that don't make any logical sense? And how is this the representation of America. Like this isn't the representation of me or any other American. And I'm not saying that because I was born in this country. I'm not saying that because I think I'm better than anybody. I'm saying this because that's our representation for the world. And it's concerning to me that that is our representation for the world, right? That is our representation for the world. A man that said, God save the queen. This is America. This isn't England. What the hell are you talking about? And then the other day he was talking about some galactic train thing going across the Indian Ocean, which is never happening. I mean, he says a lot of things that are crazy. I I don't get it, but maybe you do. I think it's hilarious that um Gav I mean that DeSantis is calling out Gavin Newsom. Clearly Gavin wants to give it a go, but he's lying about it. And he's le- legitimately gonna sit there with Hannity and says that he talks to Biden on the phone all the time and he thinks he's there. Is he there, though? He's not. Trump is the news, right? I, as you know, like to listen to a variety of news, right? I like to have a variety of sources, right? Last week, all the news stations were hounding in on Donald Trump, right? Claiming he did all these things wrong. He broke laws. He did all these things. Not looking at Hillary Clinton or her husband, Bill Clinton, or Joe Biden, who has documents in a garage with his Corvette. The main question we should be asking about Joe Biden is why does he have a Corvette? How did he get all that money? Why aren't they impeaching Joe Biden? Um, Why aren't they impeaching his son? Right. Where's the indictment for him? I'm wondering. Right. If. The Republicans have all this information on Joe Biden. Why aren't they using it against him? What are we waiting for exactly? They're trying to get rid of Trump. Before they start running for reelection. Because it's clear he's going to win. Look at the economy right now. Inflation. The president can't talk. Um, Everything costs more money. There's a housing crisis in the United States of America. And everything is going the wrong way. There's only one person for you to blame for that. The president. Who doesn't know what he's doing. And they love distracting people with Trump hiatus conversations. This isn't about Trump. It's about Joe Biden not knowing what he's doing. That's what it's about. Trump is a distraction from the real problem, which is Joe Biden. He needs to be removed from office. And we need a real adult in the room because he isn't one. 
the Rainbow Mafia goes topless at the White House. And I don't really care if Kareem, John Pierre, whatever the fuck her name is, and Joe Biden and the White House group of idiots want to claim that they're not inviting that person back again. They shouldn't have invited that person there to begin with. There's sticky hands, too, that steals women's, like, luggage. And there's all these people that they invite around to do all these things. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. Why are you potentially putting yourself in a predicament where you have these things that are gross? Like, I don't have anything against people with different sexualities. I don't. But children should not be a part of these, like, pride things. Let me tell you why. I don't know. They're not appropriate for children's minds. I'm just going to say that. And it's not okay. And there's no way to disguise it like it is. Slapping the naked behind of a man with something and, and doing inappropriate behavior in front of children is not acceptable in any regard. And it doesn't matter your sexuality. You have to understand the connection there between a child's mind and your perverted mental mentally deranged mind there's there has to be a differentiation between the two of them and if there isn't there's a problem honestly honestly how can we continue to lie about this stuff the Rainbow Mafia wants to condemn anybody that's Christian, condemn anybody that's heterosexual, and act like they want to do things in their closet. They don't want to do things in their closet. They want to do everything outside, and they want to acquiesce, indoctrinate children, and have no one have a voice of reason. I don't care what the White House says. I don't care if they uninvited that person that went topless. Everybody's seen it now. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate, and that's it. And it's nasty, right? The Democratic Party is guilty, but are they really going to be held responsible? No. I mean, look at what the IRS is doing. I'm tired of the government attacking the people of the United States of America, and I'm tired of the people not fighting back. How much more are we supposed to endure here? Because it just seems like it's one thing after another. And it's really tiring. Like, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of the idea that we are going to continue to just plunge along and allow it. It needs to be less government and more hard work. That's the only way we're going to be in a good place in this country. Because the government doesn't know what the hell they're doing. They never have known what they're doing. People have to have some sort of responsibility over their own lives. And the only way they're going to have that is if they work for that. There's problems here. Joe Biden has become a multi-millionaire, if not a billionaire, from getting bribes from other countries. And we've talked about that in detail. His son has taken part of it. His daughter... His daughter-in-law for his son that died, his wife, his other daughter, his brother, who knows who else. Clearly, he is a corrupt rogue agent for other countries 
doing things they're not supposed to be doing. Honestly, this is a Gestapo. We are worse than Cuba. Things are happening in this country that haven't happened before. They have indicted a former president based off documents that he had. And they want to condemn anybody that disagrees with them. And they want to lock you up if you don't want to get on board with the rainbow crap and you disagree with it. Even if you are gay or lesbian or any of these things and you disagree with them. Or let's say you're non-binary but you don't necessarily agree with the movement. They're going to condemn you and silence you because you don't fit their narrative of insanity, right? They convinced millions of people to get some stupid COVID shot that's not saving them from COVID. It never did. It was a, it was something that they were testing. We were their lab rats. The government, the Democratic Party is guilty of more lies, more despicable, horrible actions, and they need to be held accountable. And I'm tired of seeing this every day and nobody doing anything. I don't know what the politicians can do in Washington, but they need to do whatever they can do to indict Joseph Biden and impeach him. That's what needs to be the goal here, and they need to do it. Also, why are we limiting parents from choosing where their children go to school? Maybe public schools is not the answer for them. There has to be more options available. And if there isn't, the numbers are just going to be worse for children in the United States of America. Worse. Will Americans fight back? I think they will. I mean, I hope they will. I'm willing to fight back. I think it's essential that we fight back. Who watches the news? Mostly old people, but sometimes young people too. And if Fox News is losing to CNBC or MSNBC or any of these stations, we should be concerned about that, right? Now, I like to, when I have an opportunity or I have a day off, look at the Faulkner report, Faulkner Focus. She comes on in the morning. I like watching the five that comes on at five. I like uh, Jesse and I like um, Greg Gutfeld. Um... Laura Ingram is fine, and Hannity is okay, too. The Sunday people, they're okay. I'll listen to them. The Jones guy and the other dude. But I also listen to Daily Wire, and I also sometimes listen to Pod Save America. Just go, I, I could see what ridiculous crap they're saying. Now, I don't agree with anything they're saying, but I still listen to them because I like to have things to compare to, see what they're talking about versus the things we're talking about, right? It's good to have both sides. I do think everybody should be looking at the news, but I think that old people are indoctrinated, especially Democrats, to just go directly to CNN to read stuff from Social Security and just assume that um, Kevin McCarthy is coming after them to take away their Social Security. They're not doing any, like, actually due diligence and they're not looking into it or doing their own dig to find out the actual information. Instead... I don't know what young people are looking at, but they're most likely looking at news on Twitch, right? They're most likely looking at things online on other platforms 
or they're getting direct exposure to it or they're looking at clips on fake book or something young people are not watching tv and i feel like that's the problem that all these new stations are going to have there's no competition with twitter there's no competition with twitch there's no competition to direct the consumer that's why target and walmart and all these other stores are dying because why the fuck would i want to go to a store when i could just order everything off target and get it delivered to my house in a day right why would i do that i wouldn't do that isn't that idiotic it is right it should be the moral of the story is you need to be looking at the numbers for who's watching the news and and things are definitely going to be changing and hopefully for the better let's get into some of this monday tea it's monday and you know how i like to do on monday i'm having some mint majesty and you know where i'm having it from starbucks yeah i got some questions for starbucks but i'm not going to get into that today i still love them i don't like some of the decisions that they make with their staff but that's just me um the tea talk don't let anger control you this past week i dealt with a situation with a miserable person a miserable human being right somebody who had cruel intentions trying to just just make me feel a way that i'm not feeling honestly they they wanted to sabotage me and probably make me think really horribly about myself except it didn't work they had cruel intentions but their cruel intentions met the fire of determination procrastination and success for me resilience i've worked very hard in my life to control my own narrative I don't let anger control me because there's no point in that. And I'm not saying I don't have discussions and I don't let out opinions or feelings about people who I can't stand or people I don't want to talk about. And another way that I let that out is I do this podcast every day. So I let things out where I talk about how I feel about Democrats versus Republicans, mean people versus nice people, like a person that has an attitude. I tell you all the time, don't let misery become your company, that there's people that are maliciously attacking you because you're happy. I've spent my entire life dealing with people asking me why I'm so happy, why am I so carefree, all these things. It's not my fault that you're not. What does that have to do with me? Instead of letting your anger that's built up in you from these ridiculous situations you've endured control your narrative, you have to allow it not to mean anything. You know what's most important in my life? My family. You know what's most important in my life? My church. You know what's most important in my life? Their happiness. I just met my new niece, Aurora. Like, that's what's important to me, right? Going on vacations with my husband, right? Planning to buy a house. Planning to have my own children. Watching my little baby um, teacup Yorkie run around, right? Paint, draw, do puzzles, spend time with my mom, spend time with my other family members. That's what's important to me. So when people don't understand me, right, they lose sight of them saying words to me isn't really going to affect me in a bad way because I don't really care what you're saying. You trying to maliciously attack me or come after me or pick at me 
or insult me or, or tell me all these things that's wrong about me, that's not going to affect me in a bad way because people have been talking about me in my entire life. And you know what I've taken that as? You're miserable in your life, so you're talking at me, you're talking about me to other people because you're miserable about yourself. If you weren't, you wouldn't be talking about me. I wouldn't be on your radar. You would just leave me alone. I have a radiant light, and that's not my problem. I'm supposed to be bright. I'm supposed to have light, and I'm supposed to change the world. That's what God chose me to do. I'm just a vessel for his light. His light does radiate very heavily within me. And I've talked about that many times on this platform as well. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be atheist. I'm not saying that you can't be... I'm trying to think of another religion. Uh, Jewish. And I'm not saying that you can't be Baptist, right? I'm not saying any of that. Because you can be. I was Baptist before I was Catholic, right? You can be any of these things. You can. Or you could be Bodness too. I'm probably saying that wrong, and I apologize if I did say it wrong. Whatever religion you want to be, right? Wiccan, whatever it is. It doesn't mean you have to be a douchebag. Doesn't mean that you can't be positive and happy just because people want to backlash you and treat you horribly and tell you what you can't do and tell you that you're not good enough and tell you blah 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 that doesn't mean you have to let that control you in fact you should just weed that out there's always going to be doubt in your life and you have to have the ability to ignore that You're going to have jobs where your manager is great. And then you're going to have other jobs where your manager is like the epitome of like, I don't know, a duster at like a like a funeral home. Like they're dusting the dust in a funeral home and they're standing in a corner and they're fucking idiotic. That's it. Right. Like. You're going to meet people that you, that you want to be in your life for a reason and people that you just want to be in your life for a season. Like you can't wait to get away from them. Whatever the situation may be, whether it's at your job, whether it's in your personal life, whether it's at the grocery store or the gas station. You can't let negative people, people with attitudes, people with bad views control you. You have to be able to let it all go and just keep moving forward. And retain your happiness, retain your positivity, and retain your resilience and your brilliance, your brightness, your light, and who you are. The tea talk of this Monday is never let anger control you. You're the one that controls your anger. And you can let out whatever you're feeling. Just do it around people you can trust. Let's move into the main part of this conversation. Which is, revenge is so sweet. This kind of falls in line with what I was just talking about. I told you last week that God gave me the ability to see people for who they are fairly quickly. Which means I'm 20 steps ahead. Because I can call it as I see it, right?
honestly, when somebody has bad intent and they want to control a situation or they're trying to use their power to be like a queen or a king or something ridiculous. And the only way they can do that is by condemning others. Then they're not a real leader. They're not in control of anything. And they don't matter as much as they think that they do. They're probably networked in some small, itty-bitty, nobody knows what it is or where it came from situation with something that doesn't matter. And when you're surrounded by these people, they like to think that they got one over on you. Like I just said at the beginning of this conversation, you always have to be 20 steps ahead and you always have to have the ability to read a person the first time you meet them. I mean, looking at the way they dress, do they have their nails done? Do they wear lip gloss? Things like that. What kind of perfume do they wear or cologne, right? Where do they live? What car do they drive? And I'm not saying you necessarily need to have that control the narrative because it shouldn't. But taking those things into consideration, you always have to also look at how do they talk to you? How do they talk about you with others? What What is the intent? What does it sound like? Right. The best revenge is when somebody thinks that they're attacking you and you don't care. Somebody thinks they're going to take some of them away from you, but you don't even want it. And somebody thinks they're going to remove you from something and you already left. That's the best revenge. The best revenge is somebody thinking that they got you, but you got them and they don't know it yet. They think that they're they're taking something away from you, but there's nothing to take because you already gave it back. Like, why do stupid people have to think that they can do stupid things to people that they can't do stupid things to? I told you that having the uh, the power of reading people gives you the ability to call things out before they happen. I got to tell you, there's nothing more sweet than giving somebody exactly what they deserve. Nothing. You might thought you got me. You you might really have thought that you got me. But you got nothing. Not a damn thing. And you might have really thought that you changed my life in a negative way. But nothing can change my life in a negative way. Because my life is surrounded by Jesus Christ. And love and happiness and and great people, right? I, I have an enormous amount of great people in my life. I have met so many amazing individuals in my entire life that I'm just grateful. And some of them aren't religious. Some of them are Wiccan. Some of them are LGBTQ+. Some of them don't do things that I do. Some of them question things that I don't think about. I have an array of so many wonderful people in my life I'm not taking the time out of my day to worry about people that have ill intent toward me because people will always have ill intent toward me. I am not your typical girl. I never was and I never will be. And you know what? Misery can't have any company with me. And revenge is when you do something to someone and then they can't ever get you back. You can't get revenge back on somebody you'll never see again. The best part of revenge is walking away and knowing that you won. And typically that's the feeling that I get. Because people like to think 
I'm just playing cards when I won the entire game. People like to think I don't know what I'm doing until I call 21. And people like to think that I'm just going to continuously allow bullshit. But this is a new day. It is a new year. It is a new era. And I have to be the one to tell you that revenge is best served sweet. Revenge is best served when the person doesn't know that they're getting it. And they think they're doing something negative to you. And then you have to stop them and tell them, oh, no, I was doing this anyway. Bye. Have a great day. With a big ass smile on your face and walk away. They're still there. You're not. Your revenge is giving people what they deserve. Honestly, it's hilarious. I just laugh at that. Relish in your perseverance. What does that mean? Like, when you persevere, that means you can work hard to get through really difficult things. I do feel like that's necessary. And I relish in my perseverance every day, every second, every minute, every hour, every week, every year, every month, every decade. And I think you should do that as well. I think you have to understand things aren't going to be easy. But if you work at them and you keep putting yourself into them, that you will get through them. I think you have to understand that this is your story and you have to continue to write it as you go along with it. Your perseverance is going to get you through it and to it. Right? You have to stay focused. Recognize stupidity and understand you can't do anything about stupid people. They're just going to be the ones that are going to follow along with the insanity of the stuff that we talk at the beginning of this podcast about and no media allowed, where they just go with it with CNN not listening to anything they're actually saying. The Democratic Party is sided with the elite and the elite aren't you. So they're not actually thinking about helping you with anything. So this leads me back to this thing, right? recognize stupidity people are going to say stupid things they're going to talk ignorantly like they can't say words coming out of their mouths they're going to say things they're not supposed to be saying they're going to claim they can't speak english which is really ridiculous and they're going to just say slang terms and just act stupid now ask somebody that is extremely educated and extremely smart right me and my husband are really smart um but i'm in a master's club so i'm even smarter all right, taking that into consideration, when I hear people say things and they can't speak English, sometimes I just look at them with confusion, like, what just happened? I don't know. I feel like people say stupid things all the time, but you can't, like, join them with their stupidity. (laughs) They talk ignorantly because they're ignorant. They don't understand basic conversations or big words or big terminology, and they can't decipher things for what they actually are. And they've only managed to join in on something that's not actually questioning their character. 
And so they surround themselves by other stupid people. If you're not stupid and you find yourself in a stupid situation, you'll know what it is almost automatically. I'm not one to condemn others because they don't have master's degrees like I do. And I've already told you about my stupid like decision to get into a master's program. Although I think some of it was a waste of my time, I'm happy that I did the work and then I got my master's degree, even if I'm not using it for the same reason I got it for. Because it put me in a different mental place, right? I can't have these cognitive, long, detailed conversations with people. I can create software or lesson plans. I can look at something and do something really big and really indecisive. And others can't do that, right? And that's not a trait I'm going to show everybody, but I can definitely do it. I have been with the big dogs. I've been with the little dogs. I've been with all the dogs. I've been in every situation you could imagine. But the stupid thing. The stupid thing can't get you. Let them be stupid and choose to be smart. Refuse to change you for them. If you're in a situation where people want you to change who you are to fit into what they're doing, then you need to figure out a way to get out of that situation. The darkness hates the light because it's the darkness and it can't consume the light. The light consumes it. You have to be very careful with people. They will pretend they're somebody they're not. They'll lie about what they're intending to do and they'll pretend all these things. Because they want to get rid of you. The darkness hates the light. Because the light can consume the darkness with its positivity, its energy, and its enthusiasm. And the darkness doesn't have that. The darkness is just dark and boring and dreary and salty and stinky and smells like damp water in a basement. Like that's in some weird Canadian town that got shut down 500 years ago and nobody lives there anymore. That's what the darkness is like. And the light is like a beautiful sunlight that has the flowers grow and has the plants replenished with water. And you can see the glow of the sea beyond the boats. And you can see the sand glisten in the brightness of the sun. And you can see the children's laughter. And you can hear brothers and sisters playing. And you can hear best friends trying to figure out what time they're going to the seashore. And you can hear mom and dad try to plan out when they're going to start that grill. Or when they're going to figure out what dinner is in the kitchen. That is the difference between the sun and the darkness. It's a mother and a daughter deciphering what they're going to do this weekend. Because they get to spend time together. It's a mom meeting her first child that she gives birth to. That is the light. And the darkness acts like these moments don't matter. I dare you to be the light. I dare you to look the darkness in the face and say, not today. And then radiate over it until there's none of it left. The light is the only thing that's going to defeat darkness. So no, you're going to defeat all of that and more. Next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that you're the light, I'm the light, we're all the light. Summer hair talk. So, uh, 
I don't want to deal with my curly hair. I'm over it. I'm getting a perm and I need to text Kyle and figure out who's going to perm it. I was going to have the girl that braids my hair do it, but I don't think she really does perms like that. And I'm not going to do that. And I was going to have the chick, Chloe, who does weaves permit, but I don't know, something eerie about that person. I haven't been there in a while and I don't plan on going back. I just had this really weird feeling the last time I went in. And I'm just not going to put myself back in that situation. It's it's nothing personal. It's just I, I just don't feel comfortable. So taking that into consideration. Honestly, honestly, I don't know what to do with my hair. Like, I know I want to get streaks, so I need to talk to Kyle. And I just don't want to go back to that other person because I just don't know if she'd be able to do what I want. I like being on the salon more, so I think I'm definitely going to get it done at a salon. I got to text Kyle for the person's phone number to figure out who's going to do my relaxer. I'm tired of the natural upkeep, the wash day, trying to figure out what, like, brand of hair products works better for my hair. It's all too much for me, and I just don't want to deal with it anymore. Now, the girl that says my, that braids my hair told me not to do it. Um, I understand why they're saying that, but, like, I just... I want more simplicity in my life, so I'm definitely going for a relaxer, and I definitely want streaks. Now, I'm trying to decipher if I should do the streaks first and the relaxer after. I kind of want to do it all together, but Kyle's my color guy, and I don't want to insult him, so, like, it's really, it's really eerie, and he doesn't do relaxers, which is fine, so he's going to give me the information for somebody that does. Taking that into consideration... I really have to figure this out, like what's going to be next and what I'm going to do, sir. I really think that it's important for you to figure out what you want to do with your hair and be fine with that. If you want to do wigs and you feel comfortable doing wigs, okay. I want to do the the glueless wigs. I don't like the glue. All the glue stuff freaks me out and I'm not into that. So personally, if I'm going to do wigs, it's going to be glueless wigs. But I don't really like the upkeep of the wigs. Unless it's human hair, it's going to get horrible really fast. So that's why I don't necessarily like wigs. And I like braids, but I don't like wearing them for too long. Because I feel like if you wear them too long, it, it really becomes uncomfortable. Like, I'm just saying. I think you have to figure out what you want to do with your hair and be happy with that. And other people might not understand it, but it doesn't matter what other people think. It matters what you think. What makes you happy. That's what I'm talking about. You listening to this, what makes you happy? What is making you feel like I'm excited to do this? That's the question I have. So honestly, I'd say for me, I'm probably going to stick with streaks. I'm probably going to have Kyle do maybe the whole head or like the majority of my head streaks. And then I want to get a relaxer. I want my hair to be permanently straight. I want it to be easier for me to maintain and do. And I want to go back for, um, you know, obviously maintenance so you know 
every couple like six to eight weeks i want to go back for the perm maintenance to make sure it's exactly what i want and i'm excited about this next journey that i'm on i haven't had a perm since 2017 so we'll see what happens and i wasn't really a perm it was just a certain section of my hair that i had done so i'm excited to see what exactly it looks like that's going to be the question here what does it look like right that's the question i'm excited to see what it looks like i'm excited to see what it feels like and i'm excited to see what's next with it so i'll keep you updated on that i'm i'm just i've gotten to a point i just i don't want to mess around with it anymore i'm just saying moving into watching things avatar the way of the water i haven't watched that and just like that that looks like something good extraction Never Have I Ever, that's on Netflix. Maybe that looks good. Manifest is on Netflix, too. Did everyone like FUBAR? We haven't finished it yet, but we need to. Um, we watched this movie called To Catch a Killer on Xfinity, and that was really, really good. If you haven't watched it, you need to find it. Arnold, that's some special show that's, some special show that's on Netflix. Might watch it. And The Mick, that looks okay. Moving into food. Nashville hot chicken sliders. Mm. Burrito zoodles. So that's zoodle noodles and you make it like a burrito dish and you mix it together. Creamy garlic chicken. That sounds delicious. Corn salad. Like if you really want to make corn salad, I'd say look at up a recipe to find it. Bubbly hot chicken enchiladas. Does that not sound delicious? And finally, cheese steak hot dogs. With the cheese steak hot dogs, you're going to want to, want to jill, grill the, cheese, the hot dogs. Um, you're going to want to make cheese steak, so you're going to have to get some steak and some cheese and some onions and some peppers and chop that all up and cook that in one pan. Make sure it's ooey gooey cheesy. Then you're going to take the dog, put it on a bun, then load it up with that mix, ketchup, mustard, relish, whatever you want. Doesn't that sound delicious? It sounds good to me. That, my friends, is the end of this Monday edition of Born to be a Star. Enjoy your Juneteenth. We still need to figure out what we're going to eat. I'll talk to you guys later. Don't forget your star wherever you are. I'll see you tomorrow on Tuesday. Bye.